This audio tape was recovered in a crappy-ass handheld recorder in the woods, covered in blood. We play for you now the mysterious track that remained on its tapes. Is it on? Is it on? Rylan, stop eating paint chimps off the spooky house, okay? Guys, I think this is it. This is the house. Gabe had a GPS tracker in him, and I tracked it here. Where did you put that tracker? His belly button piercing. You thought that was a piercing? (laughs) No, no, no. That was insurance, baby. (laughs) He complained so much when you pierced him. I love that he just embraced it and decided to wear crop tops to the office every day. (laughs) No, I told him he had to do that. Oh, it was... Okay. Well... After you, miladies. All right, we got some peeling wallpaper. We got some stains on the couch. That's gross. Do you hear that? There's moans. There's wailing. (laughs) Rattling of chains. I think there's cats outside. (laughs) Do you hear that ladder? Oh no, an umbrella (laughs) opening. Indoors. All right, y'all. I got a plan. Yes. I knew we were heading to a spook house. Right. So I brought a little uh, walkie-talkie to help us find out where Gabe is. A singular. That's right. My, well, no, it's a metaphor. It's my Ouija board. Oh. Oh. That's right, boys. Going to a creep house. Put on your Ouija board. Let's smack this table out on the ground. Everybody grab a handful of planchette. Uh, I, uh... This kind of conflicts with my upbringing. You guys, I just heard a spooky sound. <gasps> Dylan, why don't you go into the basement and see if it came from down there? Okay. Ryland, maybe it's inside the furnace. Why don't you jump inside the furnace and see if there's a ghost in there? Oh, good. I need some exfoliation. No, so. okay. That's not what that is. I'm going to stand here and tell ghosts that they don't got shit on me. I'm going to stand here and say, hey, ghosts. I ain't scared of you ghosts. You can't ghost on me. Ectoplasm, more like have a spasm when I punch you in the face, ghost. Who said that? I recognize that terrible pronunciation. Hello, body boy. You can't call me that. Who is my debussy body boy? I'm not scared of you. I know you're dead. You can't hurt me. And how do you know that? Gabe, we were the only two people there, okay? I chopped you into tiny pieces, Gabe. You missed the belly button. <laughs> what? 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 What does that mean? I missed the belly button. When I had the GPS tracker belly button ring attached, I uploaded my spirit into it. That's not how GPS trackers work. They're essentially two separate clocks, but continue. Cam, you did a bad job covering your tracks. Is it all the hints I dropped about murdering you? What was it? Buddy boy, I am going to turn the furnace on, and you will listen to Ryland burn. Well, I should say no, but I am also tempted to kind of hear what that would sound like. Okay, you know what? It sounds erotic. I'm gonna turn the heat down. I'm already toasty. It's like a sweet 75 in here. I think we're good. Cam, Dylan is in the basement. You know what I am going to do to him. This is a weird... Are you taking revenge on me? (laughs) Because so far, I'm fine. Your dearest friends will pay. Gabe, I've just had this crazy feeling that you were actually as bad of a ghost as you were an intern. (laughs) 
There are three tons of raw human sewage stored in the septic tank under this building. I will release all of it into the basement and drown Dylan in poop. It's kind of juvenile. Why not blood? You are a ghost? Did you ever see the... What's the one we're in the hotel? That'd be Halloween-y. We're trying to do a Halloween episode. Make it blood. <laughs> Opening septic tanks now. No, make it blood. <laughs> just gross. Yeah, that was pretty gross, wasn't it, buddy boy? Man, keep thinking I'm gonna feel regret for murdering you in cold blood, and it keeps not happening. Now it is your turn to pay, Cam. Oh no, are you gonna fart on me? Oh no, he's gonna have some lame revenge. Hello, Cam. Come here, boy. Who? Who's there? It's me, your mom. Oh, what a spot-on impersonation. <laughs> What's up, Mom? Gabe the intern called and he said you've done some bad things now. Now, that's debatable. It's a point of opinion. He sent me a video of you chopping him up. How did he get a video of that? His GPS belly button ring. That's not really how GPS work. It's mostly like two clocks. One in a satellite and one on the GPS. Kim, I want you to look me in the eye and tell me what you did. I reviewed the overhead for the podcast. And I made some employment rearrangements. <gasps> and I chopped Gabe into tiny little pieces. I'm so disappointed in you. Now you'll always be my buddy boy. Ha 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 ha. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. Up and up. My job to give 100%. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life pile. This is Lifepile Podcast, the only podcast that was discovered and found footage at Camp Crystal Lake. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. Up on the rooftop, click, click, click. It's Dylan Bragasa. Remember to vote. It's Ryland. It's hey, what's the up? The specter of democracy. Ooh. It died a couple years ago. <laughs> oh, scary. <laughs> this is actually scary now. You've scared me with this podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> Lifepile Podcast is the podcast for ghouls who don't let facts get in between them and the lifestyle section. This week is a very spooky, spooktacular. Look, I did it, Dylan, and it worked. I called it spectacular and everybody loved it. I never realized that 13 is 31 backwards, so Halloween is 13 backwards. <laughs> Wow, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, <laughs> and this is our Sharknado special. That's right, y'all. It's Halloween. <laughs> yay, but not yay. What? It is my least favorite holiday. Least? Least. That is why right. I opened with a look towards the future, a look towards Christmas, the best holiday. That is the best, but why is Halloween the worst? I don't like dressing up. I don't like candy. I don't like uh, going to strangers' houses, and I don't like being scared, even if it's a little. And I don't like anything that's like creepy, even if it's 
a joke. Do you really not like candy? Yeah, I kind of don't have much of a sweet tooth. Oh, have you ever tried Big Nerds? What is that? <laughs> oh, Big Nerds. You haven't heard of them? No. They're, uh, they're gummy bean sized nerds. Gummy oh, they're so good. I, I bet that would that would switch you on. I bet trick-or-treating you get like one of those at a time. Just a big nerds box with one big nerd in it. Have you yeah. guys ever had seared ahi tuna with hamachi sauce? Ew. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think oh, Halloween man. would be the best holiday in a perfect world because getting a little spooked is fun. I love dressing up and doing makeup. That's fun. Going to your friend's house and, you know, getting drunk and having a good time. That's fun. But that's in this perfect world where I don't have to take time out of my busy schedule and spend money on a costume I'm going to wear one time ever. Right. Ooh. And like, like I was supposed to go to a Halloween party last night, but I'm like, it's, I just want to lay on my couch. I work hard. God damn it. And I just want to lay on this couch. And may I also say the persecution you receive if you do try to put together a costume out of things you already own is oh, yeah. equal to if you just don't show up. So which yeah. one involves less effort? Somebody accidentally mailed me a costume. What? So, yeah. What? How does that work? <laughs> it was a person's name on it that did not live at my house, uh, but it was my address uh, exactly. So, and free costume. What is the costume? I have to know. <laughs> Uncle Fester from the Adams <laughs> Does it fit? You know, I gotta admit, I didn't keep it. You so are so morally <laughs> correct. What'd you do with it? Well, we Googled the person's name oh my gosh. and address, mm. and we called the phone number that came up, and their mother was on the line, and <laughs> so we talked to their mom, and brought, and she came over and grabbed it. Oh. So some little boy out there gets to be Uncle Fester, which it's just a black robe <laughs> and then a mask, which is a bald man, and it was 40 bucks. Yeeks. Like, that is way too much money. <laughs> What kid's into Fester right now? They haven't made a movie in like a decade. It's not like there's a cartoon anymore. What little kid's like, I love, I love that 1950s cartoon <laughs> from the newspaper. We all had those friends that weren't allowed to watch television. Yep. Dylan, Dylan was one of them. Was one yeah. of them. So. Dylan, you'll know watch the television. I wasn't allowed to watch anything mainstream for sure. I was definitely either watching old things or something on PBS. You guys ever remember Liberty's Kids? The educational story about time traveling children who went to different <laughs> oh, points in American history. With that witch with the crooked nose. Was there a big witch on there? No. <laughs> okay, here are the two things that I think are quintessential Halloween experiences. One of them is the worst and one of them is the best. Worst, have you guys ever dressed up as maybe a man who is made out of straw in order to scare scarecrows away and you sit on a chair and hold a bucket in your lap and when kids reach for it, you go, a boo. No, I've always wanted to. I will. I'll I did that shit. What? Cam. Yeah, like three years running, I did that. Where? Your home? Drink. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm not going to give out the address. Yeah. Oh, Bleep that out. Bloop, bloop. Where, did you have a mask? It was a very well done help from the mom. Kind of like a canvas yeah. mask with kind of like, it's so big and lumpy and like round headed and had oh. two eyes holes cut out. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, y'all. Follow up. 
to that worst Halloween tradition. Have you guys ever had a dog so big? I'm thinking St. Bernard. I'm thinking Beethoven that you can put a saddle on him and ride him around on Halloween. Is that a thing? That you've I seen? saw it in my neighborhood once and I have never stopped thinking about it. This was when I was like wow. five. Some little girl in our neighborhood had a huge dog and she was like a cowgirl. Dog was like a horse. That's so cute. I was that is adorable. so no, jealous. Kids. Oh God. What'd you do to me, Dylan? <sighs> Take it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> The earliest, most traumatizing Halloween experience that has maybe set the stage for my Halloween contempt, my mom dressed me up as Barney when I was a little kid. And the existential crisis that ensued was too much because I was like, I love Barney, but I am Barney, but I'm Dylan, but I'm me, but I love me, but I'm on TV. How is that? (laughs) And it was the scariest thing ever. (laughs) That happened to me when my mom got a present from her mom and it said to Barbara love mom and I was like but Barbara is mom oh, this no. makes no sense the world makes no sense <laughs> following Halloween I was like I want to be a Power Ranger my mom went out and bought me the yellow Power Ranger costume so she really just set up the whole deck for the rest of my life she was like you're gonna have existential crises your whole life am I Barney am I Dylan uh do I exist small Asian woman (laughs) yeah I'm a lady boy parents gotta be hip you can't just go out buy stuff without knowing about it you gotta watch the content that's why my mom is so cool because she was so hip Cause three years running, I want to say from kindergarten to second grade, I was like, yo, mom, I want to be a bat dog. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, it's a combination between a bat and a dog. And she's <sighs> like, cool, you got it. And she made me a bat dog costume. I would say arguably bats are the dogs of the sky. No. Oh, there are some very cute bats up on the internet. Mm-hmm. Check them out, y'all. For multiple years, I was just a Grim Reaper, which was super easy, but dangerous because all black from head to toe. Okay. Like running around at nighttime as a child, you, get you should wear cars. the opposite of that. Yeah. What a classic. Yeah. I didn't get too creative. My sister loved to go as an old crazy woman. Mm. So she would have an old woman mask and then a rubber butt. I like that. That would stick out uh, from her long johns that she would wear. Whoa. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> I like that. Let's get right into some seggies. Life Pile Podcast is the podcast for zombies who brains, brains, brains. Every week we review the hottest after lifestyles to after live. Yeah. Because we're zombies <laughs> and it's Halloween. Ooh, yeah. And it's almost Christmas. This week we're bringing you three hot golden segments all to do with Halloweenery. So trick or treat yourself to this podcast because it's time to listen. Who wants to do the first segment? I got a segment for you guys. You mind if I go? Hell no. So at this point, I bet you guys are wondering, how's Dylan going to pull this off? He hates wearing costumes. He hates candy. He hates scary things. This day is pretty much his worst nightmare. But I have found a way to infuse this wretched, demonic little holiday with some Dylan flavor. And what is the main ingredient when you're making a Dylan? Spice. Come. Love. That's right. (laughs) So allow me to present you fellas the Goochler. What? <laughs> it's supposed to be a combination of ghouls and the bachelor. So, so. Oh, oh, 
<laughs> That's cool. I like this. So the way this works is I've created two small brackets of infamous ghouls, apparitions, legendary monsters from around the United States, and we're just going to go down this little line and find which monster is your guys' true love, whomst you will spend the rest oh. of your life with. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, all right. Then I guess we'll start with Ryland. Should I brush my teeth first? Am I going to be making out with these guys? No, but put on a tux. <laughs> oh, will do. Our first bracket of the Goochler is <laughs> we got the Kushtaka from Southern Alaska. It's this shape-shifting creature that's a cross between an otter and a man. The Kushtaka makes noises that mimic children and wives to lure fishermen to the river where they hide in order to either rip them to shreds or turn them into another kushtaka. Legends have mm. it that kushtaka can be warded off with copper, urine, dogs, and sometimes fire. And that goes up against the goat man from Prince George's County, Maryland. The legend stirred so much enthusiasm that actually the USDA had to at one point issue a formal denial that they created a goat man in their Beltsville <laughs> Research Agricultural Center. The half man, half goat creature likes to chase down teenagers on Lover's Lane and distract drivers on Crybaby Bridge, which just sidebar, who names things in the eastern United States? They are always crazy like that. <laughs> Crybaby Bridge. Oh. We have Lookout Mountain in Colorado. That's like the closest to like a cool name that was originally said as a warning look out mountain those pilgrims were going too fast slow down this <laughs> first goochler bracket kushtaka or Goatman? which one of these two would you pick huh well it so there's a couple ways i could approach this i could approach this as i'm gonna which one would i rather fight and ward off which that that's pretty easy, obviously, as P boy number one. Um, I could take the Kushtaka down very easily. Yes. However, I'm more interested in a romantic relationship here. I think that's the spirit of this. Yeah. So I gotta go goat boy. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like there's nothing better than than waking up to a <laughs> right next to me. You know what I'm Best talking about? Best part of waking up is <laughs> In your bed. <laughs> All right. So that's Goat Man. We're moving on to round two of the Goochler for Ryland. The Rougarou from Louisiana. This is a pale white werewolf-like creature. It prowls the swamps in Louisiana and is said to hunt down Catholic children who don't practice Lent. Round two, the Goochler. Oh. Who's it going to be, Goat Man or Rougarou advancing? <gasps> I don't practice Lent. Lent? 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 Lent. Lent? Do you practice Lent, I don't though? do Lent. No. <laughs> because if you don't clean out that Lent tray in your dryer, Ryland, it is going to burn your house down. Oh, uh, I do that every time. I, I got my own Lent tray. You know? Know what I'm talking about? Do you save all the... No, don't answer that. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. <laughs> Goatman or what was this other thing called? It's called the Rougarou. The Rougarou, and it's white, right? It's a white werewolf-like creature, yes. I gotta stick with my goat, dude, because you know what they say? Goat stands for greatest of all time, baby. Oh, I keep seeing people use that on the internet, and I don't know what they're saying. Okay. Oh, Thank you. you it's so embarrassing having to Google acronyms. We keep turning them out. I thought at some point we would just stop. But <laughs> nope. When I reached adulthood, they were supposed to lock down pop culture. Yes. But so I would always be hipping with it. Right. Who's listening? Zan. I'm tired of having to keep up. All right. We got the final bracket of Ryland's Goochler. I got Puckwudgies. 
from the Hockamock Swamp in Massachusetts. Those are some words hey, for you. You this know, is... I have a lotion that'll take care of that, Dylan. You might be confused, Cam. I'm <laughs> talking about the two to three foot tall creatures that resemble humanoid porcupines. Their name translate roughly to little wild man of the woods that vanishes. They will reportedly lure people to their deaths, use magic, launch poison arrows, and create fire. They're known to use sand to first blind their victims before pushing them off cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why'd you ask me out to this cliff? And why you got all that sand running out of yeah. your hands? All right, Rylan, are you going to stick with old faithful, the goat man, or are you going to switch to puck wedgies here in the 11th hour? Oh my God. You know, I have dedicated myself to this goat man so far, but with a name like puck wedgie, puck wedgies, and it's so short and cute. Like, Oh, I cannot. And I get more than one goat man. That's singular puck wedgies. Yep. I get, I get a whole tribe of these package deal. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm going to go with Puckwudgie. Oh man, all right, we have locked in Ryland's Goochler. He is going with Puckwudgies. Cam, I think it's time to downshift into, or upshift. We're going to just shift over. We're going to sideswipe. We're going to Tokyo Drift into your Goochler bracket. Hey, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to fall in love. Oh, well, let's get started. Cam, your first Goochler bracket. We've got contestant A, the spiteful mermaid of Pyramid Lake in Nevada. What'd I do this time? Here we go. After a Paiute man fell in love with a mermaid, that is a Native American tribe. Oh. His tribe rejected her and told him to throw her back in the lake. So she cursed the lake, brought the settlers, ignited a war, and in modern times has drowned locals, spitting them out as far as Lake Tahoe. So, contestant number two, I've got the Miniwashitu of Missouri River, North Dakota. This is a red bison-like water monster from the Missouri River. It travels upstream to break ice, and anyone who sees it alone in the daytime will go insane. (laughs) Those are the facts. Wait, sees it alone? Like like it alone or they are alone? I think if you're alone, something maybe, I don't know. Because you can see it in a group. If you go out on a tour boat, they have tour boats to take you out there, watch them break the ice. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're not ever alone with it. They got those UV tinted plastic shields in front of you while you watch them so that you don't go insane. Okay. Cam, thoughts on this round of the Goochler? I, I know what he's going to pick. He knows. He knows. What's he going to pick? Here's the thing. I think it's rude to blame your tribe when you're breaking up with somebody. You just got to be honest. It's Mm. not working out. I thought you were a fish on the top side and human on the bottom side, but it turns out you're fish bottom side, human top side. And that's, it's nothing against you. It's just not what I expected getting into this relationship. Just be honest. And that's what you got to do. You got to be honest and not be like, oh, it's not you. It's just my family doesn't like you. Because that's when a lady gets upset and starts a race war. Okay, so everybody listening up there, you got to be up front. You got to be honest. True. Or else that race war is your fault. On the flip side, I do need to be with somebody who is willing to hear those words or break up with you without poisoning a lake. Because mm. I have had ex-girlfriends poison lakes in the past, <laughs> and I can't go through that again. All right? That's just something I got to self-care. That's a line I've drawn in the sand. Okay. Yeah. On the flip side, we got 
the mini Washitu. Which is essentially an ox who is always on because he's constantly breaking the ice. Okay. Ah. All right. And I don't need one of these jabber jabber talk boxes. Okay. I also like to Ah. have my sexual congress with more human shaped things. Hmm. Uh, Don't lie, you fucking liar. It's the truth. (laughs) It's the truth. Most of the things I've made love to were either human shaped or hand shaped. Oh, God. So I'm going with the mermaid. All right. The spiteful mermaid of Pyramid Lake is Cam's first Goochler contestant. (laughs) Next up in the Goochler, we've got the Loveland Frog from Loveland, Ohio. This is a humanoid four-foot frog. Apparently hangs out on the side of roads in Loveland at night, and it will stand up on its hind legs, wave a wand over its head, and shoot sparks to deter humans. What the fuck? I'm so jealous. (laughs) Sorry, luck of the draw, Rylan. That's how it works on the Goochler. So he sounds like a traffic cop. It sounds like he's directing traffic. (laughs) A little bit, or landing a plane. So, sounds like negative reviews. You have to date somebody who always comes prepared. Mm-hmm. And this frog has brought flares in case he has an automobile breakdown on yes. the side of the road and needs to get help. And he knows that he's frog again, so people don't stop. Mm-hmm. I just still, I'm feeling this mermaid still. I'm still feeling the mermaid. Oh, I, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? I don't want to sit around <laughs> with the frog trying to get help for changing a tire. Okay. <laughs> it's four feet tall. Why does that make me want to date it more? <laughs> All right. That locks in Cam with the next round of the Goochler. Moving oh, on God. with the spiteful mermaid of Pyramid Lake versus... The Boo Hag from coastal South Carolina. Well, that's just rude. Local folklore tells us about evil souls who stay behind after death and become skinless vampire-like witches who take other people's skin, quote, for a ride. Oh, joyriding. Okay. Joyriding ghosts. That's the Boo Hag for this final round of The Goochler. I mean, it's an obvious boo hag right away. <gasps> I'm going to go out on a date with her and we're going to go being John Malkovich. And we'll both like take half of John Malkovich's skin <laughs> and ride around in it. Plus, the human form is beautiful. The ancient Romans taught us that. So sure. you get to look at all that musculature all the time. So mm-hmm. that's that's something. And I bet you meet a lot of people dating her. I'm going with the boo hag. Also, what an uninventive name. Someone just pointed at my skinless looking bride and said, boo, hag. And it stuck. So that is both of you in the 11th hour have changed your Goochler contestants to the ringer I stapled in there at the end. And Cam, boy, am I worried for you and what's going to happen after the spiteful mermaid of Pyramid Lake hears about you ditching her at the very last second. <laughs> I'm going to have a very thorough conversation with her. We're going to do conscious uncoupling. <laughs> oh, I like that. Whoa, 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 wee, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. It's a special Halloween bonus double two for one price of one game segment. What What is this? Our next game is the Monster Mash. So I've taken the liberty of creating custom monster mash sheets for all of us. Have you guys ever played mash in school? Beyond my memory, yes. Same for me. I had to look up what the rules were. (laughs) But I've made it extremely easy. Essentially, we are just deciding what your future is going to be like. How many kids you're going to have. If you're going to live in a mansion 
Oh, I forget what the acronym stands for. MASH stands. People are screaming at their headphones right now because they actually know how this game is played. MASH is an acronym for like mansion something shack house apartment. Maybe I think is what the A is. Yeah, probably. Maybe it's attic. Attic. Yeah. (laughs) Asshole. Asshole. Uh, Dylan, it's actually mobile army surgical hospital. Oh, people often get confused about that. Man, the finale makes me cry every time. So we will ascertain that all by just getting a number from you guys between one and ten and then i i will read you guys your future nine cam just shouted out nine so we are going to go ahead and plug cam into my first monster mash sheet and here we go i am entering in cam's information all right so cam's monster mash sheet is complete once upon a time cam you met the boo hag and got married I plugged in some spooky occupations, vehicles, and locations for your house into your Monster Mash sheet. So I have you living in (laughs) Slaughterhouse Canyon. The story goes, one day a father failed to return to his cabin during the 1800s gold rush and his family starved. The mother went insane, put on her wedding dress, and chopping up her children. (gasps) Today you can still hear her cries for forgiveness. (laughs) I didn't really read these. Uh, but this is why i hate halloween and i can't wait for christmas so that's where cam's living i guess that seems appropriate that sounds right it does uh you will eventually have one kid with the boo hag cam you drove around in a blue 2004 nissan altima that (laughs) inexplicably has 11 different cup holders that fold out of different compartments now that's spooky and you are working as Person who makes all those memes that are like six out of seven people won't repost this repost if you actually love your mom and don't want her to die in a terribly violent manner until the age of 65 when you retire. Well, it's nice that I found something to occupy myself. Yeah. That sounds like a good job. I wish I could get that job. It fits for Cam, too. It's like bullying people into loving their moms. It definitely sounds like right up Cam's alley. Nine out of ten people don't have enough faith in Christ to repost this. Are you a sinner? (laughs) Or is Jesus taking your wheel? Come on, Dylan. Post it, Dylan. (laughs) Ryland, give me a number between one and ten so I can tell you what your future is like. Okay, I have dice right here. Oh. Shaking them up. I got uh, a ten. A ten. All right, let's plug you into the monster mash. (laughs) Wait a second. It's a ten-sided die? It's two die and... In a tiny little thing. Ooh, very cool. <laughs> All right. I'm plugging Rylan into the monster mash sheet. Hell yeah. What are me and my chuggawugs going to do? Chuggawugs. Chuggawugs. What are they called again? Puckwudgies. Puckwudgie. Oh, it's so cute. I'm I'm glad I got the shortest wife. You know? Why is that <laughs> such a thing for you? <laughs> Dude, you are missing. I can't believe you turned down that four foot frog. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> All right, Ryland, I've got your monster mash results. Once upon a time, you met the Puckwudgies and got married. Hell you yeah. moved to Corpse Light in <laughs> Delaware. There's no oh. lighthouse in Cape Henlopen, but there is a phantom light. It crashed the ship Devon Shireman on Christmas of 1665 when more than 200 men died. Allegedly, the light is a curse from a local Native American tribe after British soldiers slaughtered attendees at a God. wedding happy ceremony. halloween <laughs> okay see this is what all of halloween feels like to me 
<laughs> I can't believe I got an oceanfront property. Hell yeah. You got an oceanfront property and you eventually had two kids with the puck wedgie. Man. You drove around in a blue Toyota Camry, but it's got an entirely white fabric interior that you can't get dirty because you're just borrowing it from your grandpa. <laughs> you work as a personal assistant to Rihanna until the <gasps> age of 65 when you retire. Wow. And do my puck wedgies ride around on my shoulders as I'm with Rihanna? I think so. And I think they can like help out with various tasks. Like they can carry her train as she walks into like the Met Gala event <laughs> or something. Rylan, I got to show you a picture of what Rihanna's assistant currently does. We're going to throw this up on the Instagram. It's <laughs> it's one of my most favorite photos ever. It's Rihanna getting ready for an event and there's an assistant of hers just lint rolling her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wow. the job that I want so bad. Wow. All right, you guys. So I didn't participate in the Goochler. And there's a reason for that. I'm not going to try to pretend that I'm dating someone I'm not. I've kind of told you guys on the side in this podcast. I don't really like to discuss my personal life on the air. But I am dating Mothman. So I've made a monster mass sheet for myself. And we're going to go ahead and plug in me mothman and our future into this monster mash sheet and see what i get how tall is mothman uh, he is uh between six foot even and six foot five mm, gross depending on the account do one of you guys want to give me a number and we can see what i get on my monster five. mash sheet five what? all right cam put me down as five i'm plugging myself into the monster mash machine all right my sheet is complete once upon a time I met Mothman and got married. I moved to, oh God, the Villisca Axe Murder House in Idaho. <laughs> or Iowa? What is IA? Uh, Iowa. <laughs> this 1912 cold case features a whole family, two parents, four children, and two house guests being bludgeoned to death in their sleep. Since then, the house has been the source of odd paranormal activity, such as a ghost hunter stabbing himself in the chest in 2014. Oh my God. God, this is why I hate Halloween. So I eventually have three kids with Mothman. I drive a blue Toyota Yaris, <laughs> which gets 41 <laughs> miles per gallon highway, but it is very hard for me to fit in. And I get to work as, oh no, I work as the samples cart person at Costco, but I'm trying to give people mustard samples, just a cup with mustard in it. Ooh, I would eat that. I would eat the hell out would of that. Eat the hell out of they that. They probably gave that to you because you got those sales skills. You know how to really sell it. That's yeah. true. Okay. That's true. Well, Dylan, that was a very fun segment, and thank you for taking the time to do that because I know you are very stressed out planning your wedding to Mothman. If I can take a little time out of my day to make sure you two find monstrous love on this, the day of. Uh, monstrous love then by gosh i'm gonna do it gosh tootin i'm gonna do it now dylan i'm very glad that you did a bracket because i did nothing like that and i'm glad it gives some variety to our show because what i've got for us is the lifestyle stack it that's right we're comparing the lifestyles of some of the biggest villains in spook history <gasps> and we're gonna see which one stacks up through the stack it until we find the number one villain oh, lifestyle. Okay. Very different. All right. Let's go through the bracket. Stack it. It's a stack it. Let's go through the stack it in order. 
Okay, so okay. first up for you, all right, and just we're going to see who has, who's living the better life, lifestyle, who's living them the most, okay? okay? Alien <gasps> or Predator? Stack it. Who's living the best lifestyle? Who's living the best? Oh, man. Predator goes on vacation. He mm-hmm. gets to be in the jungle. Alien, what does he do? He just hangs out in warehouses and makes babies. And hallways? It's really like a single dad. Uh, no, I guess I guess like his mother queen is there. He lives with his mom who's constantly pushing out eggs. God. And he's a single dad who's constantly attaching face creepers to people's yeah. faces so more babies yeah. jump out of their chests. Yeah. And Predator gets to hang out with a beefcake. Yeah, Predators are on a nonstop vacation. Have you ever seen a Predator in the office? They're always just like jet setting off to some fancy locale to hang out with beef caves and beefcakes and go trophy hunting. Now, Cam, I I have never seen any of the movies that involve these characters, but I was at a wine night once where all the grad students I was with decided it'd be fun to play that predator video game i think where you're getting hunted in a spaceship that it broke into and it's that's the alien (laughs) so when i was playing the predator game i did feel like the predator game he was in an office because the spaceship's like his office does that oh yeah he kind of clocked in there yeah but that was the alien all right well i'm excusing myself from this segment Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you just got to remember that the predator is jamaican and the alien is from giger which of the two aggressed sigourney weaver more because in my mind that's the most villainous one that's the giger alien that's the alien yeah Yeah. then pause off my sigourney that's the superior villain to me Mm. but it's beth beth lifestyle isn't it it's the most villainous lifestyle i thought (laughs) you know being a villain is kind of their jobs you got to have a good balance i really want to know who do you think is living the best life i gotta go predator that's my vote for sure dylan i'm still going alien but i'm also like does Sigourney demand people call her Sigourney every time? Or does she have a nickname like Sig? What's up, Siggy? Or like Gurn. It's pronounced Sigourney, right? Are we doing a bit here? Am I missing the bit? I'm it's sorry. Sojourner. It's Sojourner Truth is how it's pronounced. Oh. Well, you guys, it sounds like I'm going to have to be the tiebreaker. I'm I'm dying for some vacation time. I've been yeah. lifestyle and uh, heat yes. up. And if I could spend all my time jet setting off to tropical jungles to hang out with Carl Weathers, I think that's the best lifestyle there is. So I'm going to be the tiebreaker and I'm going to say predator. Hell yeah. And I just thought of this. You can sunbathe naked on the beach because you can be invisible. Oh, shit. And you and you don't have to worry about falling asleep and getting the sunburn because since you're invisible, the light isn't hitting you. Exactly. So you it also don't have to worry about getting a tan or any exactly. of the benefits of sunbathing no. or feeling warmth. So you could just stay home and not worry no. about the inconvenience of going to oh the beach. Oh, my God. No. I could just stay home. Yeah, that's definitely predator. <laughs> if I get to stay home... <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Next up, who's living the best lifestyle between Freddy and Jason? Uh, I've never seen any of the movies that either of these people are from. Uh, That's okay, Dylan, because I've prepared a little bio. Mm -hmm. So Freddy Krueger was a man with a spaghetti face who died, and now he has the magical ability to go into the dreams of teenagers. (laughs) 
And uh, when you die in your dream, you die in real life. So don't go to sleep because Freddy Krueger's up in your dreams and he has a very nice sweater and knives for fingers. Mm-hmm. It's a very comprehensive bio. Thank you, Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he Jason, got the spaghetti face during the process of dying. Let's just be clear. Was he making here. spaghetti? <laughs> was he at Buca de Beppo? He was the last customer at the old spaghetti factory before they shut down. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack and my face is falling in my spaghetti. Jason was a little boy who had encephalitis and his mom was a cook at a camp for little kids and drowned and then his mom went crazy and started killing every camp counselor she could find. She's like, oh, man, my name's Miss Voorhees, and I hate camp counselors, teenage camp counselors. I'm going to stab them. And then in the third movie, Jason somehow was back from the dead, even though he drowned, and was also a full-grown man now, even though he was a boy when he died, and is very strong and powerful, even though he was a sickly boy when he was alive. And he wears a hockey mask. And he mm. likes to live in a cabin, and he likes to chop up teen camp counselors every chance he gets. Stack it up. Who's living the best lifestyle? So Freddy is Inception, because he can just go into any dream and do whatever he wants in there. But Jason is stuck at this camp, right? He can't leave the camp, but he can teleport. He can teleport? <laughs> He can like be 50 yards away from you and then you turn around and then he's right next to you. So, uh, yeah, I thought he was just every time you looked away, he was just like, (laughs) 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 I was here the whole time. Did you guys have good camp experiences? What were you? What were your times at camp like? Were they similar to this person's time at camp? Uh, Yeah, your first kiss. Your first murder, fun summer <laughs> memories, archery, weaving people's skin into a belt. I just found uh, the photos from my camp recently, and I took so many fucking pictures of trees, and they're all just <laughs> crap. Oh my god! I just want to forget what this tree looks like. <laughs> Y'all remember those blobs? What? No. no. All right. No. Is that Jason or Freddy? Picture this. Oh. <laughs> Young Dylan, he's a Christian man. He goes down to a lake with the rest of his Christian fellows. You go to this floating platform that's got a ladder going up to another platform. And now you're up high and you're on the lake. And you jump off the platform onto a balloon that's like the size of a basketball court. And there's someone sitting at the very edge of that balloon and you Plomp them off into the lake. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone had it out for me when I was a kid. It was because I was very attractive and talented and charismatic and everyone was trying to shortchange me. Jealous. And it was Halloween night. And it's Halloween night, which is (laughs) the devil's night. (laughs) was a chef at the camp. She Uh she cooked food there. And they were like, Dylan, go do the blob. And I'm like, okay, okay. It sounds like physical activity. And I put my water wings on. I was actually like 13. (sighs) And I blomp this kid into the lake. And then you have to shimmy on down to the other side of the thing so it's your turn to get blomped and I'm like what do I is there like a trick to it and the lifeguard person's like get on all fours and face me and move towards like the center of the balloon and I was like really everyone else seems to be sitting on the edge so that they blomp into the lake and he's like I know how it's done and I was like (laughs) okay and this person blomps me I go straight up in the air 
and I come oh. crashing down on my arms. My shoulder gets like jerked into my like clavicle, into my stomach, and like my arms are a tangled mess. I like sprain all my shoulders and all my arms, and my limp, lifeless body drips off the blob into the oh, water. God. And someone had to like retrieve me, and then I couldn't do activities the rest of the week because wow. I was injured because uh Christian camp counselors lie to you. So I would say that guy is the greatest villain. <laughs> also, I feel like Freddie and Jason, neither of you guys mentioned which one of them hated Jamie Lee Curtis really bad. Which one of them was that? Neither. Ni- neither? I thought it was J- Dylan. No. I haven't seen him either, but you don't have to. It's <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> good. That was, that was Michael Myers who gets confused for Jason a lot. Well, because they both are just the mask guy. And, and they both were on SNL. And, and I was going to use Michael Myers <laughs> for this. And I was like, what really is the heart of Michael Myers character? And the directors are like, he's evil. He's like really evil. Oh, he's like, oh, he's, he's bad, dude. He's bad. He's evil. He's just a really, oh, he's bad. He's evil. <laughs> Here's the thing, Dylan, is you keep getting hooked up on this, man. It's not who's the best villain because you don't have to be the best lawyer to still live a good lifestyle and be living the best lifestyle. Well, it sounds to me like the real villain here are cycles of destructive behavior that lead to the ultimate deterioration of your mental health. So I'm going to say depression, the greatest villain for me on this round. It's not about who's the greatest villain, Dylan. Definitely the spookiest. I'm going to go with, with Jason here just because, yes, you are working a lot during the summer, but all other months of the year, you're just at this camp hanging out for fun. There's no <laughs> Nobody there. Ooh, I'm yeah. living there. Okay, yeah. So Dylan's <laughs> voting for a wild card. And to keep the stacket from falling apart, I'm going to vote Jason as well. All right, y'all. The next two up in the stacket, the infamous pair that you all knew I would go with. It's going to be Godzilla versus Dr. Joseph Heider, the doctor who made the human centipede by sewing people's uh, wills to people's butts. Who's living the best lifestyle? I've never seen the movies that these two pertain to. So when I'm thinking about the worst villain, no, I, it, yeah, <laughs> I will never see Human Centipede. Hearing about it is already enough to ruin my life. So I'll go with that guy. Fuck him. And the people who thought this was a movie that should be made. Dylan, you're right, but for the wrong reason. Because the competition isn't who's the best villain. It's who's living the best lifestyle. Godzilla. Dr. Joseph... Well, you can't change your mind now. You already voted. To- oh, I mean, Dr. Dr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll and Hyde is definitely the worst person, which would mean he's the best villain, which would mean the worst lifestyle, which means Godzilla <laughs> is the life I want to live. Mm. I'm a thick, meaty dinosaur that seems to have a boundless array of powers. I feel like anytime I consume any Godzilla media peripherally, they're like, and he's got rocket arms and his mouth shoots fire. He does have laser beams fights on the moon. Yeah. He, and he's a mech. He's a mecha as well. And so it seems like if, if I'm, and then you get a retreat to your, your oceanfront property that is under the ocean. Um, when you're done having your fun. So, yeah. But then Dylan, you look in the mirror and you see Godzilla and you're like, but Godzilla's on TV <laughs> and I'm Dylan, uh, but Dylan's Godzilla, <laughs> but Dylan's Godzilla. I better go kill Jamie Lee Curtis about this. <laughs> Somebody better go kill Jamie Lee Curtis about this. This is one freaky Friday. I gotta say, 
that I thought Dylan was going to go for Dr. Joseph Hyder because he is a perfect example of somebody who was already living a very successful life and, you know, he's kind of post midlife crisis. So you kind of expect him to keep coasting on until retirement. And he had a moment, he took stock of his life and he said, am I doing what I'm passionate about? Am I following my dreams? And the answer he told himself was no. And he had the honesty and the courage to go, I'm a chase what I'm truly passionate about. Now, do I wish he'd sewn those butts and mouths together? No, I don't. <laughs> but am I glad that he chased his passion? Yes, I am. And I think we should all do that. Ryland, what do you think? I'm thinking of this doctor, and I know he lives in a house that's sort of in the middle of nowhere. So it's similar to Jason vibes. <laughs> but I keep coming back to, you know, the one time I went on a scary ride at Elitch's in Denver. It's an amusement park. It was called uh, the Tower of Terror, and or what is that? What's Terror Tower? Tower Tower of Doom. Tower of Doom. No, they call it Terror Tower (laughs) Two. Doom Tower. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the it's one of those rides where you go up this vertical shaft and then they drop you down. But when I was at the top of that shaft, I got one of those beautiful views, and it really stuck with me. And I've gone on that ride again, haven't been able to see it again, that same view. I I, I missed it. There was something about the trees at that time of year. I don't know. But as Godzilla, I always got a good view. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sky high. You know he's taking in scenic vistas all the time. What's Godzilla's gram account like? Like just the most beautiful sunset pics? Woke up at three in the morning and hiked for ten minutes to get this (laughs) pic. (laughs) Yes, Godzilla, nature photographer. That's the lifestyle I'm living. I like that we're talking about some of the worst murderers in history who've actually lived and butt surgeons (laughs) and you guys are making it sound like we're talking about goddamn on Walden Pond like (laughs) well he's got a beautiful cabin property and you can go out and canoe in the lake and uh, take beautiful pictures of the sunset it's like we're talking about murder well Godzilla is actually our savior like he's always flipping the script and saving us even though we doubt him he does kill hundreds of thousands of people in the process but he's trying to help you can't make an omelet without killing a hundred thousand people (laughs) Uh godzilla is supposed to be like a metaphor or a parable about the like environmental awareness does that mean all of godzilla's adversaries are supposed to represent different environmental disasters well Godzilla is a metaphor about how using too much paper is bad for the environment. Uh, toilet paper specifically. Hmm. So Mothra is all about how you should turn off lights when you leave a room. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. So we have them go against each other. Which one should we do? Cause we can't do both. <laughs> Just be wary of that three headed dragon that Godzilla fought that one time. Like, Cause that guy represents using straws. I was going to say straws. <laughs> All right. So it looks like Godzilla is definitely living the best life. Sorry, Dr. Joseph Heider. I don't think he's disappointed. He's got enough going on. Now, the final two matchups in the stack up comes down to the leprechaun, who is a leprechaun who has 100 pieces of gold. And if you take his gold, he kills you, especially if you're a teenager who is having sexual activities versus the murderous librarians from a quiet place 
That's the one with the guy from the office. And the whole world's overrun with these librarians oh, that have big, uh, big claws. They're not, yes, they're aliens. And they wanted to but, be quiet. And they shh yes. and they kill you. Okay, well, much. I haven't seen either of the movies that we're talking about yet. So in one of these scenarios, Jim and Pam are trying to get their homework done at the university library. And the other one, I'm getting punished by this abstinence-only leprechaun. Mm-hmm. I think the villain for me is definitely this prude-ass leprechaun. Where did you get abstinence only from the leprechaun? You said he he steals money from fucking teenagers. No, Rylan turned it into another thing. I like how good we are at listening on this show and how fun it must be to listen to us not listen. It's like the toilet paper monster is stealing money from Jamie Lee Curtis's best friend Sigourney Weaver. Um... Titanosaurus is a representation of using reusable grocery bags. I just had to get the final word because Rylan stole mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Definitely, I'm going to say I like my peace and quiet. If I'm if we're going with the precedent that you two have set, what is going to be the best lifestyle for being a lonely hermit man who doesn't have to speak to anyone then it's a no-brainer go live with jim and pam yeah hot by the way i'm sick of everyone doing that i know i want someone to get really unmuscular and have their career take off yes you want to see somebody buscemi was buscemi like ripped at one oh point? he was so oh, fucking yeah. hot he was a firefighter you know and he ran face first into a wall <laughs> i feel like you two are screwing with me steve buscemi walked into a fire and then he became an actor so that's so mean all right uh who are we talking a leprechaun no the leprechaun and he steals money from teenagers that are banging no 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 teenagers steal money from him and then he does what he must Oh, oh 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 you know i don't want librarians like when i have a baby i don't want librarians telling my baby to shut up so i'm gonna go with that leprechaun because the baby gives me happiness which converts into gold you know as long as you get happy life will find a way you'll find success see this is where you screwed up ryland because you know what's golden silence is golden Uh. i can say alien librarians from a quiet place thanks jim and fam yeah i'm i'm definitely pro quiet place oh no that's a bad choice. All right. Well, it sounds like alien librarians are the winner of that round, which brings us, you guys, into the semifinals. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus> boy. <laughs> and I bet you're all so glad that we're still doing this. Predator versus Jason. Predator. He goes to exotic locales. Jason is stuck at this one cabin. Predator. And he loves Sigourney Weaver, would never touch a hair on her head. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pre- Did I get it right that time? No. Oh, goddamn it. <laughs> Godzilla or alien? Or librarian? Yeah, the the Oh, sorry. Librarian. Okay. Yeah. Librarian. 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 Godzilla versus the librarian. Right, librarian. I bet those librarians have boring gram accounts. Godzilla. Hell yeah. And they don't get to listen to music. Yeah. They're missing out on a whole sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. The finals. Happy Halloween. Who's living the best lifestyle, Predator or Godzilla? One of my biggest anxieties is taking up space. I feel like I'm not allowed to take up too much space, especially when I'm in a city and I'm shoulder to shoulder with people all the time. And so it sounds like being Godzilla would just be my worst nightmare. I'd always be getting in everyone's way on the sidewalk. And I feel like Predator's maybe a little more discreet and doesn't get in the way all the time. So I'm going to say... 
Predator. I can totally feel that, Dylan. Even as I'm not I'm not a big guy, but even me on a bus, I feel like I'm infringing on the person next to me space too much. Right. And as Predator, you get to turn invisible. Uh so avoiding awkward small talk. Hey. Yeah. For that alone, yeah. I'm going Predator. All right, you guys. He's always jet-setting off to beautiful locales to wrestle in the mud with sexy movie stars. He knows how to take some me time and set himself about from the city crowd. So we got to say the villain living the best lifestyle is your and my hero, the Predator. Spooky Halloween. I'm shivering. <laughs> All right, guys. We started in a haunted house. We're going to end in a haunted house. Uh-oh. Okay. So I know you guys are 90s kids. <laughs> you can't stop posting the memes about it. God, you're so fucking annoying. And I'm sure both of you, uh, I don't know this for a fact. I don't know about Dylan, but I bet Cam at least has dabbled in this. Goosebumps, choose your own adventure. Oh. Oh. Are you familiar with the idea, Dylan? I'm familiar with the idea. The covers of those books were too scary, so I didn't participate. <laughs> so we're going to do a real quick uh, choose your own adventure escape. The haunted Chicago Heartland's house. So you guys are together and... Uh, <laughs> This is my first time DMing. <laughs> Got my first DM jitters. Uh, so you guys were wandering around in the streets of Chicago and you were attacked from a dark alley and you passed out, both of you together. Instantly, like fainting goats. <laughs> you woke up in the basement that you don't recognize. In front of you, there's a gun and there's a pocket watch. Okay, so I'm going to roll this die. One through three is Cam. Four through six is Dylan. Whoever I roll gets to pick the first object. Okay, either pick the gun or the pocket watch. Okay. Okay, Cam, you get to pick. what. Which one do you want? First, I check for wires, for traps. <laughs> I've seen Saw. I haven't seen Saw. There's no trickery here. Don't worry. There's no trickery? Because I just woke up in a basement. Sounds pretty trickerous <laughs> to me. Yeah, but they're giving you a gun, so. Do I have do I have my phone on me? I feel my pockets from my oh phone. Oh my god. No. no I don't have no my phone. phone. There's no way to communicate oh with the god. outside. What world. time is it? I'm looking at that stopwatch. Is it a spring powered or does it have battery? Yeah, it's spring powered. It's one of those you twist it. Dylan, I don't think you've ever fired a gun before, have you? No. Have you? My my earliest memory is firing my dad's <laughs> antique Colt handgun. I thought this was going to go so much faster. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> sorry. I'm picking up the gun. Is it a yes. revolver or is it a uh, semi-automatic? Uh, yeah, it's a revolver. I'm going to swing open the hatch and count how many rounds are in there. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. It's full. See, it's a f that's not good. I slip one out because on a revolver, you don't have a safety. So you want to leave it right next to the empty cylinder in case of a misfire. <laughs> okay. so, so I Dylan, slip you a get the pocket out. watch. Great. All right. Dylan, well, I, because... I did slip that bullet out. I, right, right, it's out, right? Confirm for yeah. me that I slipped it yeah, and I put it in my Dylan. pocket. Thanks. Hey, Thanks, but yeah. since, since Cam got to pick up the gun, you get the pocket watch. You also get to pick where you get to go next, okay? Do you want to go out the window? There's like one of those little windows that you can crawl out of, Ooh. or do you want to go up the stairs? 
and Cam will go the opposite way of you. All right, I want to get away from Cam as soon as possible. So I think he's got a gun. Get out of there! I know, and that's what I'm gonna do, Ryland. I'm jumping out that window. Bye. See ya. So we're gonna move to Dylan's little story real quick. Dylan, you arrive in the side garden. You see <laughs> the Enfield Horror, which is a three-legged creature with shining eyes. It says to you, nying, 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 nying. I love British auctioneers. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I love British auctioneers. <laughs> Did you write the dialogue for this, Ryland? Because... I may have. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, I th- I'm sensing, I don't know why, but I feel like he wants you to do uh, an impression of a British auctioneer. Oh my God. <laughs> For- 45, 55, I got 65 there in the bag. I got 75. You know, I got 75 down here in the front. I got 85 over there. Cheerios. Cheerios. All right, we're going to see whether that was a successful attempt to sway the infield horror. Okay. That was a great job. Thank you. (laughs) You did wonderfully. And then he disappears into the night. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get back to you in a second. We're back to Cam now, okay? Cam, since Dylan went out the window, you're like, it's smart to split up. We don't want to both die together. One of us has to get out of this house. So you go up the stairs to the dining room. You open the door and you see a dining room. It's musty, it's dirty, it's dusty, but there's a figure sitting in the chair at the head of the table. Remember me, Cam? Oh no. It's the four foot tall frogman of Loveland. (laughs) What's up, four foot tall frogman? Your legs are looking svelte. I love riddles. <laughs> did you did you roofie me? <laughs> no. Ribbit. I I love riddles. Hey. But what okay, but I woke up in this basement. Did you roofie me and my friend? No, I didn't put you here, okay, or somebody else. Ribbit. Okay. Okay, so you know who that was? No, I, think I you don't. Tell me if I got if you're not, here too. If you have knowledge no. of somebody roofing people and you're not no. that you're an accomplice, then I it wasn't me. Okay, I love riddles. Why is an <laughs> island like the letter T? <laughs> I always sold the gun and I say, you tell me who the fuck roofied me, or I'm gonna shoot off your frog kneecaps. <laughs> Why is an island like the letter two? You can try to shoot the frog right now if you want. I'm not a sick up, fucked up individual like this frog is, so I'm gonna find a peaceful resolution to this. Okay. Why is an island like a T? You get what are chance. islands like? They're surrounded by water. What are letters like? T specifically. It's a consonant. Okay, that's the wrong answer. Both are in the middle of water. T is in the middle, and so is an island. In what way is T in the middle of water? Spell it out. W-A-T-E-R. Yeah, but it's homogenous. It's infused. It's in an island. In middle. An island is not muddy it's water. In the middle of That's water. That's not how things work. How do you? If you look at the word water, what's in the middle? T. All right. Oh, of the word. Yes, the word. Yes. 
Cool. Now, you failed. So now you have to give me a 30-second rant while sounding like an angry New Yorker. Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, 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 oh, 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 hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Ten more seconds. Ten more seconds. I'm walking (laughs) here. All right, that's time. Good. Okay, good. I will let you pass. Well, it's gonna pass anyway. (laughs) Let's jump back to Dylan. Okay, Dylan. So you're in the side yard. They're surrounded by a spiky fence. You can't climb over it. You'll get cut to shreds, okay? Oh, boy. So you can either go to the gazebo or the front porch. I'm, I'm hightailing it. I'm going to the front porch. Bye. All right. You get to the front porch. There's nobody there. Hello? Hello? That's me. That's, that's you. <laughs> then a giant bird lands on uh. the banister. <laughs> it's saying... Scat! 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 Stat? Scat! <laughs> Wants you to do a jazz song. Tell oh. him you gotta scat for it. I have it. to scat? scat? Scat for the bird. And you know scat. Ryan's serious because he put a bird in this bit. All right. Scooby. <laughs> Scat. The giant bird vomits up a remote. I take it. But we come back to camp. I just gotta say that that sounded like the opening theme for a sitcom about a jazz quartet that adopts a baby. And I want to watch that show. It's called Frasier. (laughs) Frasier. Since the frog let you go, even though you dumped it, you can either go to the front porch or the bathroom. Well, I do need to pee, but do I need to pee so much that I wouldn't leave a haunted house? I bet there's a gas station around here. I'll go to the patio. Oh, the door's locked. I guess you have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Well, I do have to go to the bathroom, so let's go to the bathroom. (laughs) It's empty, but then... No toilet? You go no, there there's just nobody in the bathroom. There well, is a I, toilet. And well, did I not knock first? I well, think there would be I don't know. I didn't hear you knock. All right. Nobody in here. Come on in. <laughs> oh, he says there's someone in there. I go in. <laughs> and then you go to pee and pop out of the toilet comes the Lake Michigan sea serpent. <gasps> oh, 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 you thought I wasn't in here, did you? <laughs> Well, I not. He starts trying to eat you. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I say, no. Bad lake monster. Bad. No. Okay. He could try to use his gun, uh, but he's just going to say no. Okay, Cam died. Cam just died. What? I died? Wow. Cam just That was died. quick. You had just a, bite I just me gave in you half? a chance to use your gun, you crazy. What? I Hey, I'm not a violent man. My first response <laughs> to every conflict or difficult situation isn't immediately to turn to violence. I think there's better solutions. Mm. Well, that, that leads to death. Back to Dylan. He gets the remote. Yes. He pushes the button. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. He sees 
at the front of the yard, the gate to the road just opened. <gasps> he goes out to the road. And he's like, yes, I made it. Fuck him. I locked him in that house. <laughs> Hell yeah. But then here comes the Coal Hollow Road Monster. Oh my AKA God. AKA Cohomo. Uh. He's very tall and covered in white fur. And he's like, oh shit, you're alone? I'm going to teleport you back. What? <laughs> and he teleports you back to the bathroom. Oh you're looking God. at Cam's half-eaten corpse, and oh. you're like, fuck, damn. Yeah, that's exactly I'm what I said. Glad that wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> I take the gun. <laughs> okay. You can take the gun, but you also have something that maybe could help. I turn back time with my <laughs> <Yes>! watch. <laughs> and now... You see Cam, he's he's alive again, and he's in front of the serpent, and he's saying, hey, I'm peaceful, I don't use a gun, but he doesn't have the gun anymore. Who has the gun? I has the gun. <laughs> what do you do, Dylan? I put it to his forehead, and I shoot <laughs> who, who the monster. Shoot? Oh. Shoot the monster. Ah! Yay! Now you both together run out back to the Holding road. Hands. Holding, Holding hands. hands the whole way. Now, the road monster says to you guys, if you want to get out of I shoot the monster. <laughs> yeah, baby! This is Monster House, son! <laughs> he dodges, he dodges. Oh, no! Fast. And I waste all my bullets trying to He's shoot him, but he dodges them all. If you want to get out of this place, you must play a game together, okay? Oh, God. You must... Both name the same celebrity at the same time in an Australian accent. <laughs> All right. Sigourney Weaver. Now, and I throw him the extra <laughs> bullet from my pocket oh. as I put the monster in a headlock. Watch this, ghoulie. And I end him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Make us have fun in puzzles <laughs> games. Oh this is Monster House Rules. This is Life Pilot Podcast. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. The only podcast that knows what you did last summer and has a serious case of FOMO. <laughs> we want to thank the aliens for the tech. We want to thank the monsters for the scares. And we want to thank Scott Davis for doing the music for our show. If you want to be a part of the show, and you can, you can call in to 720-663-8163. Leave us a voicemail about what your favorite way to kill a monster is. You can also interact with us via the World Wide Web. We have social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. All of those are going to be at Lifepile Show. We post a lot of our listener prompts for our episodes on Instagram. Actually, all of them. So you can follow us there and check our story so you can have your submissions read out loud and discussed betwixt the three of us. Ooh, sounds like a fun time. Oh, we also have a handy button on our Instagram. Instagram that you can press and that will take you to our voicemail. No oh. stress, no mess, no numbers oh, yeah. to memorize. Mm -hmm. If you want to catch us this week, I know where you can catch me. I will be sleeping in a coffin. I'm not a vampire. I just want to make sure I have enough lumber support in the afterlife. This week, you can catch me having a good time with my brothers and sisters in Christ. We're going to be hanging out uh, by a lake in Kansas. I'm going to get up there on the blurb and I'm going to look up to the loading dock diving board and say, am I positioned right? 
And that's when I see Jamie Lee Curtis come up the ladder and say, yeah, get closer to the center and get down on your elbows and put your feet behind your head and expose your neck. And then and then we'll see what happens. And she jumps into a cannonball and you'll have to tune in next week to see what happens. Bite down on your tongue. Yeah. And if you want to catch me, good <laughs> luck, because I'm going to be spending most of this week invisible. Apparently my puckawudges are looking for me and saying, Hey, you had a baby with me. I don't remember that at all. I have two kids with these things. Get out of here. I'm not paying for that. So see you later, guys. Life pile. Light your life on fire. Boo. Who? 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 Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh.